David Weissman advocated for Donald Trump in the 2016 presidential election. Today, he is a critic of the president. Former U.S. Army veteran David Weissman is here to discuss his shift in ideology, U.S.-Iran tensions, the 2020 election, and more. Thank you, David, for coming on. Hi. Thank you for having me. When you first supported Donald Trump, what was the moment that struck with you that incentivized you to support him? Um, he knew what a lot of conservatives were angry about. Um, it's been long 10 years during uh, President Obama's uh, administration, um, which a lot of it, um, a lot of conservatives was doing some misinformation about how he ran the country. And so there was a lot of anger that built up over time. And Donald Trump saw that and he ran with it when he campaigned. You know, he saw what conservatives were talking about on Twitter or on Facebook. And, you know, he, he used that to help his presidency. And at the time, you know, I, I, was, I was getting insulated. I didn't know any better. I, mean, I was only a conservative. And I trusted a lot of the pundits. And, um, you know, my my thought of what's going on around the country, you know, and so I believe in all the bad things about Democrats, like taking your rights away, things away, and, you know, Donald Trump, you know, sees that as an opportunity. And I originally voted for Cruz in the primaries, that's how conservative I was, and then um, in, in the general election, I voted my Trump on the Trump train. And, you know, I, I definitely at the time did not like Hillary Clinton. You know, I blamed on it all the information and levels of honor about the email scandal and different things like that. You know, I, you know, I win it and it's not me with an easy decision to really get in. And once you get in on the country, you know, you really get in and you lose sight of all the, you know, everything else. Because, you know, because when, when someone criticizes Trump, you know, you decide that you're criticizing your ideals. So that's how far I went in when I signed up for that. How would you describe the president's support base? Um, I would say um, there's different kind of factions uh, to the support base. Um, you have your, I mean, it is definitely one cult as far as like supporting Trump when there's different factions. You have like your alternate right faction, you know, the wars, white supremacy, the white nationalism is okay. Um, then you have your, you know, pro Israel people. Um, and then, you know, they say, hey, you need to have a stable Middle East. One of the alternatives is you need to secure, you know, American interests over there because it's better to have the fight over there than here. And then you have, you know, the evangelicals that think Trump is sent by God. Um, and then you have, like, the ones that just hate Democrats. Um, so they want to vote Trump and they want to conservative judges, you know, help, you know, govern the country with conservative bullies. Um, and then he has people that thought that he was getting the economy, and, you know, that's what they care about is the economy. So there's, you know, different groups and factions in the Trump support. When you started to criticize President Trump, which faction disagreed with you the most? I think it was all, all of them. <laughs> um, I'll rephrase that. That's a poor job of me asking. 
which faction uh, was most maybe against you or criticized you through social media or other means? Um, I think I was getting all of the ultimate involved like on Twitter, majority on Twitter. That's because that's what I started dialoguing. Um, in the end, through dialoguing with liberals and Democrats, um, I was finding out what they believe in and learning that way that it was about what conservative feminism is saying, what they believe. Um, so I, you know, when they started seeing that, it was, it was actually with a, with known celebrities, so there was a lot of visibility that I was having dialogue, and I wasn't attacking them. You know, that's, you know, Trump's law, conservative, you always tend to talk, attack, um, Hollywood celebrities, and, you know, you're only get, getting blocked, and, you know, this wasn't the case when I had a dialogue with Sarah Silverman. And she didn't block you right away. She, you know, we had blogs, talks about Trump and, you know, what liberals believe in. And, you know, that's when the backlash just started happening. Um, so, and that's when, when that happened, my audience sort of opened up more because I learned about Obama, I learned about Clinton. I learned, you know, there are different, you know, from this stuff that I believe in is replenished with faults. So I was like, learning wrong about Trump. You know, because I know no longer that Trump can do the long trance. And I, you know, I saw Trump's like device of like how Trump's borders are and, you know, with the hate and anger. Um, and, you know, and I learned, you know, that I researched that, hey, Trump, you had a patriot. You know, he thought he had five times. You know, he wasn't only successful this man. He had, you know, a lot of failures under his belt. You know, the stuff that I learned that Trump was, that I voted for him, it was not really the same guy, you know, and so you tell some Trumps, you know, you had a Captain America, and you had this, you know, this fraud, this comment. So that, and I saw him as he decided to stop supporting Trump, you know, and, and when I saw the meeting with him and Putin, um, I'm not pretty much, you know, definitely told me I made the right decision that this is not my wife was for. So I guess really my, I had two different journeys. I had one meeting I had talking about Trump support and becoming a liberal uh, Democrat. Have you converted any Trump supporters to uh, to maybe uh, becoming a liberal Democrat? Um, not, not that I know of personally. I mean, I, I, I hope other, I mean, I hope there are others that followed what I had to say and uh, um, went the same route. But I'm not sure firsthand. I hope. I mean, I know there is a page called Trump Regrets on Twitter where it's all about people saying they don't want to support Trump. Um, I don't know. There's not really money firsthand in my own from my own experience. But I hope I hope they're out there. When a you know, if a Trump supporter uh, was listening to this right now, and they may point to a low unemployment rate or a roaring stock market and say that, David, you're wrong and um, the president is doing the is doing a solid job for the country. What would be your response to Trump supporters who um, still disagree with you? Um, well, I'm, I'm all for stability. Uh, that's my... And I realize that uh, my issue is not with Trump supporters. You don't 
Yes, I didn't get a lot of backlashes. Um, but I, you know, in leaving a cult like, uh, um, yeah, you, know, you, you do get a lot of trolls out there trying to see you with liberals and slander, everything like that. Um, but there's so, there's so, uh, some that are decent and try to be you. So, you know, those guys that I'm like, you know, like I said, I don't really blame them for being ignorant. I my problem, you know, is the media, um, the pundits who are, um, you know, spreading misinformation and Trump himself who's not behind the, the Constitution. You know, that's where I, where I have a problem with the pundits and the president. As far as people go, they don't know, you know, they really don't know. Um, you know, they don't know any better. Speaking of pundits, there are a lot of pundits right now discussing the 2020 Democratic primaries. Uh, the Iowa caucus uh, will be happening on February 3rd. Um, polls have been coming out. There's a poll that will be coming out, I believe, at 6 p.m. Eastern today. But um, the Iowa caucus race is very close between uh, Senator Bernie Sanders, Mayor Pete Buttigieg, and Vice President Joe Biden in a Sunday, January 5th poll by CBS and YouGov, all three of those candidates were tied up um, at the top of the race. Where do you see the 2020 Democratic primary going? It's still very early to tell. Um, it needs to go either way. Um, Personally, I would like to see Warren win. I'm voting for her. Um, I do have a crazy idea that that can work too. I just, um, I, I see there's a lot of divide in our party, and a lot of it's still because of 2016. You know, between Hillary Clinton winning and her supporters. So, I mean, personally, I would think if Bernie would have won, if he had Hillary Clinton as a VP, I can unite our party like no other. And you know, but I don't know. If Never happened, but um, it's it's really too early to tell who's going to win. And so I don't know. I honestly don't know. And it's my first time I'm voting for a Democrat. So you know, I have some kind of news in the wall game uh, Democratic primaries. What do you like most about Elizabeth Warren? Um, she has a similar background that I did. She was originally conservative Republican, and she was progressive, similar outlooks. I and I it seems like she can relate to people a lot more. She has compassion and everything. Um, she speaks for, you know, America that's not really heard. Um, and she has a lot of good plans out there. And, and she has uh, leadership experience, bipartisan experience to unite our country. And we definitely need someone that to unite our country and divide. Do you still like Elizabeth Warren's chances even if she does not win the Iowa caucus? Um, oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, she's still in the top three, so it's very possible. Anything is possible. I don't know. <laughs> so you, do you think that there are any uh, – well, what would be – if Elizabeth Warren, if you had your desired candidate, Elizabeth Warren, to win the Democratic nomination, what would be – the challenges uh, that Elizabeth Warren, what, what are the challenges that Elizabeth Warren would face 
uh, going up against President Trump? Um, well, some of her um, Trump honeys, um, well, you know, the, the Native American thing that made her mistake when she made that. You know, you know that Trump's going to use that. Um, plus the the, um, the ignorance of the rights of most of democratic socialism. They, you know, her plans are very democratic socialistic, which a lot of the plans are right here in America, and people on the right are unaware of how it really works. You know, they compare socialism to what's going on, what happened in Venezuela, and that's not, you know, that's one of the things I wanted to make sure you that that's not true. So I think a lot of and also misinformation, what same tactics that were used in 2016 I think would be applied here. Speaking of the continuing on with the 2020 election, um, U.S.-Iran tensions are rising and escalating. A lot of events have been happening already in 2020. Of course, America and Iran have had uh, have always have had tension for quite a while now. But um, the War Powers Resolution was passed by the House yesterday, uh, last night, by a 224 to 194 vote to limit President Trump's military action uh, on Iran. Um, President Trump is adding the Trump administration adding new economic sanctions. Uh, Steve Munchen, uh, Steve Mnuchin, the Treasury Secretary, uh, announced today um, stri- airstrikes back and forth. Iran's uh, military general Ghassan Soleimani was killed uh, in Iraq, um, and then Iran struck back on January 8th at two Iraqi bases where U.S. troops um, where, where U.S. troop presence is. Um, how would you assess President Trump's actions so far in 2020 um, with Iran? Very questionable. Um, timing is everything um, at the end. Going back to Soleimani, like right, you know, right before he goes into the impeachment trial with Senate, I mean, that was very questionable, um, especially when previous presidents um, didn't go after him. Because, you know, I mean, and I think a lot of uneducated transporters in the moment throughout the military don't realize, you know, Soleimani is not just a regular case. I mean, he's not just, you know, he was, you know, uh, commander in Iran's army, so there's going to be a huge retaliation. And, and you've seen the, um, the Washington Post article, you know, I don't know if it's what read it today, that Trump was like, kind of sending his pressure by the GOP um, to make this decision. So, I mean, you see the commander in chief, he should be the one saying, all right, we're going to stop, like, throwing him under the bus, um, and he gets in trouble and gets caught. So, uh, um, there are definitely many options that turned on, and he chose the most extreme, I think, just to you know, get distracted from the impeachment. So you do see this as a distraction from yeah. the impeachment trial? Yeah, absolutely. I definitely think it was a distraction. And 
do you and where do you see this conflict between America and Iran heading? Honestly, I don't know. Um, and honestly, it's the same unstable as Trump. I mean, it can go either way. Um, I mean, he gets upset that you know, like people are just criticizing, let alone, um, you know, reacting towards Iran. So it's really it's hard and hard uh, to happen. Very unpredictable. Do you think that... Oh, sorry, sorry. And, and I was going to say, you know, we're not sure about the lands. I mean, you know, I mean, they are leadership is terrorists. So, I mean, they can take advantage of this. And they don't. Um, it's kind of How important will this America-Iran issue uh, be for voters in the 2020 election? Um, and I want to Oh, sorry. How important will this will tension will this issue between America and Iran uh, be for voters in the 2020 presidential election? Um, I, I think it will be very important. Uh, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I actually voted for Trump um, in 2016 because I was, you know, bringing in this information on the Iran deal and my hatred of Democrats. You know, I didn't know I saw it was actually beneficial for peace, but. At the time, I believe that it was a very dangerous deal. So um, I, I think what's going on in Iran, and you know, I think that's a very key issue that will play in the, in the election. Lastly, um, before we end this interview, um, what is your ultimate prediction for the 2020 presidential election? What is my prediction? Um, I think if Democrats don't get it together and night and work together, I think Trump will win. I, I hate to say it, but one of the things that Republicans are very good at is campaigning and night. So, and 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 you remind Democrats too that it's not just a popular vote; as you like, well, votes also matter. That we need to convince important Democratic candidates too. So, um, right now, I mean, the election was like tomorrow. No, I would say Trump will win. David Wyson, thank you for coming on and doing this interview. Hope to hear from you down the line. Thank you. Thank you for having me on.